Omar Bolden, thank you so much for coming on Perform. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Thanks for having me on, Jason. So tell us a little bit about, like, you know, going to college, you know, what that was like, and then, you know, obviously getting drafted to the NFL. Were you expected, you know, when you got drafted, did you think you were going to get drafted um, when you got drafted? And, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, man. Um, I guess just I have to say that just starting early on as a kid, you know, from the moment I fell in love with the sport, I knew I was going to play in the NFL. You know, mm. I didn't know how I was going to get there. And it's kind of hard to explain how a 13-year-old kid could have that feeling. But, mm. you know, when you know, you know, you know, it's like, a, like, like loving an individual, you know, or, or even something more materialistic like a sneaker or a car, you know, when you know, you know, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I was blessed and fortunate enough to to get drafted by Denver in the fourth round. Um, I was completely the, – the, the last year of my college career or year and a half kind of was really unexpected. You know, I tore my ACL, which caused me to miss my senior year. Um and that happened maybe like two months after I decided to come back to school because I thought about leaving early, entering the draft early. Um, I got a fourth round draft grade projection. So that caused me to come back because I, I just felt like I was first round talent. Um, so, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I'll come back to school. And then I ended up tearing my ACL. So that was like something that I, I could you can't anticipate shit like that. You know, that just that's that's just life. Um but I was able to get back healthy or at least healthy enough, you know, cause I, I would say I, I wasn't back to hundred percent till midway of my rookie season, but you know, I was able to get back healthy enough to where Denver felt confident enough to take a chance on me in the fourth round. Um, so that was great. You know, that was, that was an awesome, awesome time of my life. Like um, I always knew it was coming. I didn't know it was going to be Denver. Um, so even, even though, even it being so awesome, you know, and one of the greatest moments of my life, because I had felt like that from 10 years before y'all got drafted at 23. So at 13 years ago, I had that vision. It wasn't like one of those things that was like overly emotional for me. Like mm -hmm. I was excited, but I wasn't like crying. I wasn't like, you know, like I just kind of felt like I had already, like this is what was, was, I manifested this long time ago, you know? Wow. And before I even, before I could even understand or un even understood wow. what the word manifesting was, you know, as a as an adolescent, you know, I just I, I I visioned it. I saw it every night. I used to watch, stay up watching freaking NFL Network every day. I'm like, yo, they're gonna talk about me one day. They're gonna talk about me one day. And um, you know, I I got my foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, you know, my personal career didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, but as far as like team accolades, man, you know, I've been to the mountaintop twice. You know, and walked away with some hardware. So, and, you know, that's that right there is something I'll never forget, you know, and whether my personal career went the way I wanted to or not, you know, mm. I'm so blessed and grateful to have that opportunity to not only be on that team, um, to experience the highs and lows of winning and losing a championship. Um, and then I think most importantly, is just developing those relationships with those guys in those locker rooms that, you know, I still have today. So whether we're doing, whether we're just catching up and shooting the shit on football or life or talking about family or whether we're actually talking about doing business together. Mm. You know, I think, I think that those things are priceless, you know, and things that I don't take for granted at all. Mm. 
tell us a little bit about the manifestation that you talked about, because I know a lot of people out there obviously are like, shit, man, if this guy can manifest going to the NFL, like I want to manifest money or I want to manifest this. What tips or what do you do to manifest? Like for people who don't know, you know, can you give us yeah. insight? Well, well I, I mean, do you want to know my thought process then or would you like to know it now? You know, like, even, like whatever you think would be most beneficial. Um, if yeah, you, I mean, like, you got it. I think I think what's important and I think if you want to manifest something, you have to first know what you what you're, what you're after. You know, you have to define what it is that you want and where you're going. Right. Because it's, it's really hard to get to that place if you don't know how to get there, you know. And you, you'll find out how to get there by defining what it is, what it is that you want and where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Right. So first you have to identify that. All right. Then you have to make the necessary steps daily, weekly, annually. Right. That put you in a position to get to that, 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 that point and that destination. Mm -hmm. Right. And that in itself takes a lot of discipline. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of discipline, a lot of self-belief. Um a lot of sleepless nights, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, sometimes that that's what it takes or maybe maybe not sleepless nights, but um, really early mornings, you know, mm -hmm. um, everyone doesn't have sleepless nights. Sometimes that just happens, you know, when your brain is just racing with different things. But, um, yeah, you know, it's something you got to believe, eat, sleep, you know, with all the time if you truly want it to happen. You know, other other than that. You know, there's so many other distracting voices, opinions, you know, and thoughts that occur throughout the day that could deter you from, you know, your ultimate goal. So it's important to stay locked in on that, you know, surround yourself with people that are going to help you uh, or that are going to keep you accountable. Right. Or even like being, today's day and age, like being very cautious of like the um, uh, information you're consuming and like the, I guess, content that you're digesting. You know, like all of, all of that shit plays a major role and factor um, in this variable, um, you know. So, yeah, I, I think that that's how you start it, you know. Um, and then also, too, you got to put the work in, you know, like that, that, that confidence of me saying that, you know, I'm going to go to the league, I'm going to be in the league. That confidence came from the work. You know, I understood like what I was doing when no one was watching, you know. So it was like, shit, there's nothing you could tell me because like, while. You're going out, and, and I'll speak back to at that time in particular because I'm remembering a specific time of me going to the gym in the summertime, and it was like, yo, while y'all going out and partying, you know, it's the summer. I mean, I'm, I'm hitting 24, and I'm still getting to the party, you know? Mm. I'm just coming an hour and a half later than y'all arrived, you know? Mm. But I got my work in, while, and when I was at the gym, I didn't see any of you there, and some of you are my competitors, mm. you know? Mm. So I know you're not working harder than me, you know? Mm. And at the time... You know, there comes a time where you got to really, you got to work really, really hard, right? And that's like when you're young. But, and then as you get older, you know, you start to understand, okay, now I can start working a little bit smarter. But like when you first start, it's like, yo, I'm putting it in more than anybody else. You know, I'm not letting anybody else outwork me. So um, I think that's just, I had that, my, my, my dad, he, I mean, he's somewhat of a militant dude, you know, so um, wasn't really strict in the house, but like, if, if I said I was going to do something, he's going to make me do that, mm. you know? So I had to be very careful with my, my choice of words. Um, and yeah, all of those type of things, you know, helped me, you know, manifest what I wanted. So mm. when you got to the NFL, 
you know, was there somebody that you banged with where you were like, holy shit, like it just was like the power and the strength. Maybe it was a running back that you hit somebody that you were like, like it just really took you by storm. Yeah, I, um, I think year two, if anybody knows anything about the NFL and how the business side of it works, right? If you're drafted in rounds one through three, right, you you have an obligation, uh, a um, financial obligation to the franchise to be on the field, right? Just because of how much money they're investing in you. If you're drafted in rounds like four through seven and undrafted, right, they don't necessarily have to put you on the field, right? You kind of got to like fight and scrap. I wasn't you know, I was on that side where I had to really fight and scrap to get on the field. On top of that, I played behind, which at this point now will be eventually, there's already one Hall of Famer, but it'll be two Hall of Famers at my position, you know? So it was really hard for me to kind of crack the lineup. Um, so uh, I, year two, I'm playing corner, but I, I'm, I'm a smart player. And I'm, I'm physical, so, I'm, you know, I have some versatility in my game, you know, so I could play multiple positions. And uh, I think uh, – I'm not sure how it happened. I think maybe it was one day just at practice at scout team. I kind of jumped in and played a little bit of safety just to give us a look. You know, the coaching staff may have like – may have, I guess they liked what they saw and said, hey, you know what? Hey, fourth game of the preseason, oh, I know you've been playing corner, but you're going to go out and play safety. You're going to start safety this game. Mm. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and – um, if you're not too familiar with defense um, and football, you know, as a corner, my responsibility is pretty simple. You know, they move me to a new position, you know, at, at a random time, you know, so I go from corner to play in safety and the fourth preseason of the game. And, you know, I barely know, like, yeah, as a safety, you have, you're like the quarterback of the secondary. You have to communicate to everyone else to make sure everyone is on the same page. You know, I'm used to, you know, being told, you know, what the play is or what the communication is. And now I have to make those type of adjustments and um, and communication calls myself. So I'm out there kind of just playing raw, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't I'm not really too comfortable. But what I do know is I fly around. Um, if I hit somebody, I might make a play. You know, <laughs> I had the opportunity, I had the opportunity. We're playing Arizona. They pitched the ball to uh, the running back. I think it was Tim Hightower at the time. Um, he, he, it's a swing. So I think it was like a pitch, you know, to, to their right-hand side. I'm, com- I'm coming downhill from free safety. So I'm coming from like 12 deep. Um, and him and I meet at like seven, at like seven yards, you know. That was instant collision. And, um, you know, I actually got the better of him, um, you know, on on that, um, which shit, I've I, people have gotten the best of me as well. I just want to put that out there, but you know, I happened to win that battle that day, but I remember getting up like, Holy yo, uh, my bell is ringing right now. You know, like, um, you know, I wasn't used to that type of physical play, you know, uh, on the outside as a corner, you know, I'm usually going against guys, my height, my size, you know? Hmm. Uh, So yeah, that was like my welcome, welcome to the NFL. Yo, this is physical. You know, yeah, hit, yeah. Hit in the pre preseason of of year two, you know, year one, I didn't really experience any of that. I made I made I made a lot of plays on special teams as as a rookie, but and I didn't experience any type of contact like that, you know, until year two. So I was like, oh yeah, man, I'm out here dealing with some real grown men. Yeah, yeah. Was there when you got when you came to the NFL, you got there? Was there a moment in time where this shit was surreal? Maybe you were like running out of the tunnel. 
maybe you were in the locker room. Like, was there a moment where you were like, oh, shit, like I'm in the NFL? Like, can you give us? Yeah. Some- yeah. I, um, you know, I know it's it was it's such a small game, but for me, it was game one, you know, game one. Um, and for me, it, it's a couple different reasons. Right. One, it was um, obviously the first one in the NFL. I know it was a preseason game, but still it was the first one in the, NF- in the, in the NFL. For me, for me, I hadn't played football in over a year. You know, the last time I played ball was December of 2010. Wow. You know, so I'm I'm back on the field in August of 2012. You know, so I got a lot of nerves. You know, from various different reasons. One, just one being in like I'm like holy, shit, I'm in the league. But two, I'm like, damn man, like I'm I'm just you know, I, I, yo, will, will my knee hold up, man? Am I going to get back to being the same player I used to be? You know. So it was a lot of different things going through my head. So for me, the moment that moment was my rookie year, game one against Chicago Bears. You know, even though it was a preseason game, the stakes weren't high, you know, but still I was like, I'm here, man. I, I can't believe I'm actually on the NFL. Like I'm on the grass. I'm on the grass again, man. And on top of that, I'm in an NFL stadium. I'm in a city I've never been in. Like this, this is this is what it's all about, you know? Mm. So that that moment for me was was huge. Mm. Tell us a little bit about like how your career kind of like came to an end. Like for people who don't know, give us some insight on that. Yeah. 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 I, um, man, I'm for one, one thing that was great about me that I was, you know, I had something going for myself in Denver was, you know, I was, for the most part, I stayed relatively healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, in three, in three years, I missed one game due to a concussion that I got on Sunday. And the only reason why I couldn't play in the next game is because we played on Thursday, you know, so we had a short week. But for the most part, through injuries, no matter what it was, I had I start I, I played in every game from my rookie year all the way, um, I, with the exception of one through um, my um, my third year. Um, I go into my fourth year, and on my fourth year, we get a new coaching staff. I actually have the best opportunity I've ever had in my NFL career to compete for a starting job. You know, so like I'm I'm extremely excited. You know, I'm, I'm actually flourishing. Um, I'm starting to starting to flourish at the free safety position, you know, as we kind of touched on it, you know, about my year two, but year two, I played both positions year three, I ended up playing both positions, corner and safety. And then going into year four, solely safety. So all of all season, I had time to prepare. I didn't have to think about playing corner or playing both or doing all of that. I had, I had you know, ample enough time and opportunity to um, do what I needed to do to compete for that spot. So that was really exciting. Unfortunately, we go into, I think, the third preseason game. We're playing San Francisco 49ers, and um, it's uh, it, it's three safeties that are battling for one spot right now, you know. Mm. Um, it's me, Darian Stewart, and uh, David Bruton. These are all three of my – are still three, three of my good friends, you know, and obviously we connected for like we won a championship together. But anyways, we're all three competing for the spot. So, you know, I get an opportunity to go out there early in the first quarter. I think it was maybe maybe at the start of the second quarter, um, and um, I'm I'm hustling to the ball in the middle of a play, and um, play's coming to an end, and I get blindsided by a player, um, and I end up um, I think cracking or bruising a rib. It ended, it ended up putting me out for the rest of the game, all of game four, and I barely got clear to play in game one. So I come back into game one, um, where. It's we're at the end of the game. We're playing the Ravens. Um, it's third down. It's like third and 
I don't know, third and 12, I don't know, something third and distance, whatever it was. But I'm being, I'm, I'm at free safety. They hike the ball. Joe Flacco goes back. He throws to Steve Smith. A key to lead picks it off. We break for the end zone on my break to the end zone because I know to leave on score. But I break to the end zone and something oddly happens to my foot. You know, it's like I I, I took a step and I'm just like, damn, something feels off. Mm. You know, um, I go to the sideline. We ended up winning the game. I think that was at the end of the game, so I didn't have to go back in the game anyway. So I come to the, into the locker room. I'm like, yo, I finished the game, but like, my something's wrong with my foot. You know, I come in the next day and. Yeah, the di- the doctor diagnoses me with um, uh, plantar fasciitis, right? Mm-hmm. So for those who aren't familiar with that type of injury, it's a really painful injury. It kind of feels like you're walking on glass. It's like, it feels like there's glass in your heel. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you type, you put pressure um, on it, it hurts. And anytime it gets cold or stiff, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very painful, you know? So I battled that injury for about, I want to say three weeks. So I missed week two through week four, came back week five, played week five through played week five, week six, week seven. I think it was like week seven. I, I scored my first NFL touchdown on a punt return. That was incredible, an incredible experience. And it, it happened um because our starting punt returner went down, you know. I'm <laughs> and this just goes to show you gotta stay ready, you know, because you never know when an opportunity is gonna come knocking. You know, I practice. I always played. I always went back and caught punts, but I never thought I would actually get in the game to do it. You know, and our punt returner goes down, so I had to go in, and um, our players executed the play perfectly. I scored a touchdown, right? So I got some great momentum rolling into the later half of the season. You know, I'm in the rotation um, on defense. You know, I'm like, I- I'm not starting, but I'm getting everything that I want. You know, like on top of that, I'm like. Whether I whether I get to start or not, as long as I continue to put out good tape, you know, I'm in my contract year. Like whether I sign with Denver or someone else, you know, I'm still gonna continue to live out my dream and feed my family. Um, we head into week 14. We're playing the San Diego Chargers at home. Um, and I pull my hamstring in the game. I have I bust off another nice punt return, and then a couple plays later, I'm on the field on defense. Some fluke happens, I'm running and I pulled my hamstring, right? So I missed the next three games, the next three or four games of the season. And then um, I come back in the playoffs, um, playing Pittsburgh at home, have a nice punt return. The next play I get on the field, you know, I take off running down the field on a punt and, you know, I blow out my knee. I, I tear my ACL, I'm, my PCL, my right knee. Non-contact, no one, no one hurt, no one touched me, you know, so um, – my final year was kind of just plagued by injuries, you know, and, you know, it's like, it's like a domino effect, you know, in, in terms of the body, you know, like if, if one thing gets injured and it doesn't heal properly, you know, it could affect another area of the body, you know, could lead you, which will allow you to like overcompensate in certain areas. And that's kind of just one thing that I was doing, you know, as a, as a pro athlete, you know, your job is to play, you know, you're, you get paid to play in the game, not to go to practice or do anything else. You know, so our job is to be on the field. And even if that comes at me not putting 100% on the field sometimes, you know, whatever it is, whatever it takes, if I can help the team win, like, it's my job to be on the field, you know. And, um, you know, there are countless players around the country, you know, and in the NFL and the college level, even in high school, 
you know, who are just going to experience a certain type of things. And sometimes you catch a short end of the stick, you know, and unfortunately for me, you know, that's where my career ended. You know, I, I tried to give it, I took time and letting it heal, even had surgery, you know, um, try to give it another, uh, another crack, you know, and failed a physical with the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was a year and a half later after that injury. So at that point, you know, for me, it was like, you know, maybe it's just best for me to walk away, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I think I have a, a good job. I think I do a good job, an awesome job of sensing energy, feeling vibes, you know, and understanding, um, you know, your way. You can't ride away forever. You know, eventually that's going to die out. It's going to ride the shore and you got to swim back out to the ocean, catch another one, mm-hmm. you know. And um, yeah, the NFL way for me was just short. It was only four years. And but I broke the hell out of it, you know, while I was there. So um, I'm happy about that. But. Yeah, unfortunately, that injury that injured my career, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, it just comes out of nowhere. Just like any type of transition in, in all of our lives, mm. you know, so it's it's going to be unexpected. You can't anticipate it, you know, and you're just going to have to be able to roll with the punches, you know. And, what, and what, wave were you, what wave are you on these days? Like what's what's going on with you after the NFL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I initially thought I wanted to do fashion. Like I have a serious passion for being you know, just being into style and fashion. Um, I worked with the company shortly after I was done playing. Um, I started a company, a high-end menswear in New York. And I realized that, you know, like, working behind the scenes of fashion wasn't something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, I like being fresh. I like being fly, but that wasn't my thing. Um, but what, like, just spoke to me naturally, what came to me naturally was just fitness, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's something I had an extreme passion for. Like, I want to be fit. I always wanted to be fit, you know, all the, and, and those come from the old days of just playing football. You know, you want to be the best one in shape. You know, you'd be the best one in shape. You'd be the best in the fourth quarter. Right. So I had that type of mindset. Um, but I've also always had the ability to connect with other people, you know, and to bring hopefully, I think, bring the best out of others, you know, and that's kind of the wave that I'm on now. You know, I've transitioned into training and um, helping other people change their lives. Uh, both both mentally and physically, you know. Mm. Um, and yeah, that, that's 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 the wave that I'm on now. And on top of that, too, um, you know, in the future, too, in the near future, hopefully in the very near future, I I, I would love to be to do some more on um, like on screen entertainment. Mm. You know, I, I have I have um, a passion for being in front of the camera. Um, hence the reason why I create content on, on my YouTube channels, you know, mm-hmm. with my girlfriend and, and my personal one as well, you know, on mm-hmm. top of that, just being in the content creation space as well, you know, where we have so many different platforms, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, freaking TikTok, Twitter, you know, there's so many different platforms where you could express yourself creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy, I enjoy that, you know, nice. I, I thoroughly enjoy that. So it's kind of, the, I'm, I'm riding, I'm riding, I'm, I'm kind of like riding two waves, you know, you know, I'm riding the waves with the content creation space and, and, and obviously um, in the training space as well. Mm. Was there ever a time in your career where you didn't want to perform? You know, maybe you were going through some some with your family, your gr- girlfriend at the time, whatever it was where you had to go out there and you had to perform like you were like, you know what? I don't really want to do this. And what did you do? How did you get in the mindset? Like for people out there, you know, obviously COVID is affecting a lot of people out there and there's a lot of people who don't want to go to work, who don't want to go to the gym. What advice can you give for these people? There wasn't, if you're talking about, you're talking about playing. Mm -hmm. No, I never, I I never didn't want to go out on the field. 
Okay. Nah, not ever. Even practice. Practice was fun to me, you know? Okay. I mean, I think the only time that I ever thought, like, the only time I ever – okay, this is what I would say. Damn, I hope this game goes by fast as possible. If it was, like, like my, my rookie year, we played Baltimore at home in the playoffs, first game um, in the playoffs. It was negative two degrees, right? So that – being from Southern California, like, that was, like – I'm, like, oh, like – Let's just make this, let's get this over with, you know? But like, nah, like I still want to, I still want to hear my name called in that stadium. I still want to make a play, mm. you know? So like, I love the, I love the stage. I love the stage. I want to be on the stage. Yeah, I, I never not wanted to go out there, but for those that may not want to go to work due to COVID or may not want to do an assignment or may not want to do a task, like you have to dial, you have to take a really good look at yourself and reassess how disciplined you are, you know? Because that's all it is. Like, there are times where I don't want to go, I don't want to um, work out, right? But I'm still going to do it because I have discipline, right? Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never, I've wanted, I've, I've, I've had many times in my life where I said, damn, I don't want to work out. We could, we could say that. I, I say many times where I don't want to work out, right? But I've never went to work out and left and was disappointed that I came to work out, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you could not want to go to work, but once you go to work and you get paid for that day, you're not going to be mad that you went to work that day, right? So that's where the discipline has to override the personal feelings. You got to be disciplined enough to know, like, what's the long-term goal, right? And the long-term goal is to put my family in a position to own a home and to have a better life. Then I got to go to work, mm. right? Mm. Like, it, 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 it's that simple. You know, you can't, you can't expect the best for yourself if you're not giving you the best of yourself, Mm. you know, in order to give, you got to receive, right. Or in order to receive, you got to give, right. It's a two way street in everything that we do. You have to understand that, you know, I think discipline is the most important thing. A lot of people will say like, yo, hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. Right. But anybody could work hard one day. Mm. Anybody could come out the gate swinging on Monday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Do you have that same energy on Thursday? Mm. Right. And you know, it's, it's, it's easy. It's, it's easy in the beginning of the week. Or it's, it's, it's easy when everyone's fresh, when everyone's feeling good. Mm. But when you're sore and you're tired, you know, mm. or you're dealing with things, with other things in your life, you know, circumstances, you know, relationships with people, tragedy, you know, all, all, of, these, all of these things, you know, we as people have to find a way to navigate through. And I think that's where our discipline has to come into play. So, you know, if you're looking for more ways to stay disciplined, I think, You could write your goals down. You know, I have a, a, a episode on my YouTube channel of, of like five best five ways to stay disciplined. You know, mm-hmm. and I talk about that. You know, you have to write your goals down, right? If you know what you're after every day, you're gonna have you're gonna make better decisions, mm-hmm. right? Your discipline gonna be more dialed in because you know what you want, right? And and when I say write it down, I mean make it put it someplace where it's visual that you can see it. Like for me personally, it's a vision board, right? It's, it's by my door every day that I walk out out of my bedroom, you know? So every day that I walk by, um, that I'm walking out, when I'm getting ready to start my day, I know what I'm chasing, you know? Is this, I know what the goal is. This? Can we see this vision board? Is it close by? Can we get a glance uh, of this? It's, it's in my room. Yeah. Um, We'd love to see yeah. it. We'd love to see the vision board. So, like, you, you could get a vision board. You could put little phrases like, tomorrow starts here, you know? Like, if, when I walk out every day, these are things that I see. You know, I give thanks, you know. Go see do. You feel me? Manifest your destiny, right? 
people that I like, I'm inspired by, that I admire by, like Michael Strahan, like his transition from football to on screen entertainment has been the best I've ever seen in sports. Anybody else other than The Rock, him and The Rock, there's no one else that's done it better. You know, like two of those guys are my, two of my hugest inspirations. Or things like this, like, right? I'm the greatest before I, I'm the greatest. I said that before I even said I knew I was. Muhammad Ali, one of the greatest of all time. You know, things that like inspire you to be great or just traveling, like things like, like I want to travel and see the world, right? These are things that are important to me. Invest smarter, you know? Journey, I'm at peace on my journey. You know, like I, these are things that are important to me that I live and stand by. So it's like, you know, when I walk out the room, just like you see me, I'm walking out the door, right? I'm starting my day, right? Mm -hmm. Those are things that are in my mind, right? As mm -hmm. I'm going to make my cup of tea, I'm going to get ready to start my day as I'm preparing for clients, as I'm thinking about, you know, my relationship with my girl, all of these things, you know, mm. and I think, you know, those are the things that keep you more disciplined and that help you avoid those moments where it's like, I don't want to go to work. I mean, you can't avoid those moments, but it'll help you navigate through those moments, right? Because they're going to be tough. Mm. We're human. We all have them. I have them too. You know, mm. you have them. Everyone has them, mm. right? But if you understand the bigger purpose, right? you'll be a lot more disciplined. Hmm. Is there anything you wanted to go over or talk about today before we wrap up? Um, no, nah, I just, uh, I got, I just, I just want to plug just like my things. Yeah, you know? do it, man. Yeah. So where yeah, do people it, find it, your info? Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at omar.bolden, um, on YouTube at um, youtube.com slash omarboldenofficial. Um, I got online training um, at x2workouts.com. We also have an Instagram page, um, x2workouts, uh, which is very huge right now. You don't need much time, space, or equipment. We got pretty much things on there for everyone, um, all levels as well. And we also um, offer nutrition. So, um, yeah, I just want to put that out there. And, um, yeah, that, that's really it. Those are, those are all the things I want to plug, my, my socials. And then my training. That's perfect. You got any, you got a goal, like a big goal coming up in the next six, 12 months that you're shooting for? Yeah. Yeah. It's to buy a home. Nice. Yeah, it's to buy a home. It's to buy a home. So that's, that's, that's all I'm focused on right now. Um, you know, at every phase of your life, of your life, you have like different goals, right? Mm -hmm. One, one may be, you know, personal, one may be business or when, you know, whatever it is. You know, some, sometimes it may be more on your relationships, you know, you mm. know, or your relationship, you know, with, with your significant other. But for me right now, it's all personal on this on this home. Mm. Like I'm dialed in on that, man. So um, have you yeah. seen the home? Have you seen the home? Have you like manifested? It? Is it like a specific home that you want to buy or are you just? Um, yeah, it's very specific. It's very specific. It's what's funny is. The, the the two things that I see are the backyard and the garage. I don't see like the, the but I know exactly what like what I want to do with the garage and the backyard. <laughs> but I, as far as like the home and the closet, I see that, but I don't see the rest of the home. So it's coming piece by piece, you know. Nice, nice. But yeah, yeah. But I am manifested that for sure. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm I'm getting that. I'm getting that. Awesome. Listen, man, Omar, you've been a fantastic guest, man. Thanks for coming on. Perform. You added a ton of value today. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for having me.